Hello, everybody, and welcome to our show. I'm Cyrus, and I'm looking forward to drinking some wine with you this evening. <laughs> welcome to our show. Uh, <laughs> and I'm Brittany, and I'm feeling a bit stuffy today. I think it's just dust, but Cyrus thinks it's my sweater. Maybe it's a combination of the two. Who knows? Yeah, she's been sneezing. So hopefully she does just that a little. in the middle of the show. <laughs> Okay. So on today's show, we will be reviewing orange wines, which is an ancient style of wine that is coming back into the Vogue. Wow. So um, while I start opening this bottle, uh, why did we pick these wines to review this week? So remember on our date night, we went to Grippy Tannins and they introduced us to orange wine, which was super interesting. And we were like, what? So we definitely added that to our list of the special wine episodes that we wanted to do. So... We had a great experience with the orange wine, and we wanted to explore explore a bit more. So we definitely went back to Grippy Tannins and got a couple more bottles to try and see if we like these ones as well. Yeah, I, I thought it was really cool to try and just like something I'd never heard of. And we were definitely like, yeah, we want th- we want more of that in our life. So heck yeah, who else knows about orange wine too? Yeah, uh, so cool. No so, idea. So um, I guess let's tell people about it then. What is orange wine? So orange wine, rather than it being a grape type, it's more about the style of the wine. So what I mean by style of wine, you know, we're not looking at a certain type of grape. These can be blends. These could be any type of white or pink grape variety. And they just make it in a certain way to make it look orange. Cool. Somewhat. Well, what we've learned is some look more orange than others. Yeah, tinted. Yeah, tinted, so like yellowy, orangey color. So um, where is this from? Like Southern Europe. It's where they originated. And it's called orange because the grapes are fermented by crushing the grapes and then leaving the skins and seeds in contact with the wine for anywhere from between a week to a year. Wow, that's a long time. <laughs> it's crazy. Can you think about like how they used to do this all the time? Uh, giving the wine an orange tint. This is this is what happens, and it provides this nuttiness and sometimes sour flavor from the oxidation process. Okay. This, of course, is nothing new. Before modern wine techniques, every white wine was an orange wine, <laughs> which is interesting to think about. Yep. The fermentation is often done spontaneously. This means it. They let the natural yeast come out from the fruit and the environment of the vineyard rather than adding the yeast themselves. Okay, I've, I've heard of that in beer, so that makes sense to me. Yeah, and since the style of wine can be made with any white or pink grapes, the typical tasting notes are a bit all over the place. But what we can say is that the skin contact adds body and tannins that are not usually found in white wines. They're mostly found in red wines. And usually they also have bold flavors that are not found normally in these types of wines or grape varieties. Today, this more natural style of making wine is coming back in a big way. And we've, as we mentioned on our date night episode, our local wine sellers are very excited to tell us about it. Yeah, and I we were even going to look up uh, if other wine sellers in our area have kind of similar selections on this. But when we went to... 
uh, Grippy Tannins, they were pretty much sold out. They were down to their last few bottles. Yeah. So <laughs> we were lucky to go in time. That's great. Uh, so what are we drinking? Yeah. So for our first bottle, we have a New World uh, wine made in the style. And it's a 2019 orange wine by the Urgit Brothers from California made from Malsavia Bianca grapes, which I'd never heard of. But um, it comes in at 12% alcohol. This uh, comes from a region in California called Contra Costa County, which is usually known for other types of grapes, such as Zinfandel. And so seeing this natural wine come from there is pretty cool. Oh, uh, the grape Malsavia Bianca is a pretty rare grape, uh, hence why I never heard of it. But it's mostly grown in southern Italy and like the Greek islands. And then recently, southern California as well. As for the bottle, it's got a little uh, silhouette of some mountains with a nice yellow sun and the Urglet Brothers name and the type of the grape and then just a plain white label other than that so uh i'm pretty excited to try this do we know what to expect from this bottle of this type of grape i gotta say the bottle's like instagram worthy i guess (laughs) (laughs) it's like you know the (laughs) basic (laughs) basic instagram looking because it's california anyway it's got a cool silhouette it does yeah it does So what we're kind of expecting uh, with the tasting notes on this one, we're expecting citrus, red fruit, like cherry, um, maybe hints of more herby smells like pine, beeswax, also sage, rosemary, ginger. It's pretty interesting. I never really thought of all those being in one wine. Yeah, especially the beeswax. That's an interesting (laughs) smell. (laughs) Right. Uh, But we can also expect bright acidity and some tannins, of course, uh, for the mouthfeel. Yeah, I I think that given what we were talking about earlier about the like kind of bold flavors with with the tannins for a white wine, I'm I'm kind of expecting this to be on there. I'm I'm interested also to see if it's sour or yeah, you know. So I'm definitely excited about the boldness. Well, uh, let's pour some and then we'll give a smell. Yes, please. Okay, first off, just looking at it, it looks like just a regular white wine. Yeah, except for you can tell it's unfiltered because it's a little bit cloudy and there's like particulate hanging in it. I agree with that. So that's kind of interesting. That's probably the natural style there. Oh, it actually really smells like the naturally fermented beers. You know, the for spontaneously fermented beers. Um, here in Maine, we're spoiled for, we have Allagash right near us and they ha- they often have spontaneously, you know, fermented beers and this has that same smell. I mean, I can definitely say that I'm getting a lot of apple acidity from it. Yep, the lime and citrus and kind yep, of, yeah. very citrusy. I don't really get the red fruit. Um, we took some of those tasting notes from this winemaker's own website, so it's kind of funny that I'm not getting a lot of what they were mentioning. I think I'm getting more of like a raspberry kind of deal. Sure. Rather than a cherry, but that's close. Yep, yeah, definitely. It's a brighter kind of fruit tart definitely tart yeah as far as the pine or beeswax i'm not really getting that yet um it might just need to open up or something but um why don't we why don't we taste it okay that's fun definitely the bright acidity wake up everybody (laughs) (laughs) yes there's lemon yes there's sort of this herbiness but it's very light and then i think i am getting kind of that beeswaxy kind of deal what do you mean by that 
Like it tastes similar to honey, but it almost has this different complexity to it. I can see it's it has this little bit of sweetness, which I, I could attribute to honey, but I don't know. I kind of expected beeswax or what when someone says that tasting note. If you've ever tasted beeswax, which as an artsy kid growing up, I definitely did. It's like a, it's got this bitter, uh, bitter taste that I'm not really getting from this. Okay. I haven't I haven't specifically tasted beeswax, so. I'm getting more honey. Yeah, I get the honey for sure. I also get the ginger that they mentioned. Not really the sage or rosemary or herb. Very bits. slight. It's very, very slight. But it's it's so interesting. It's definitely bold. Well, um, Brittany, we don't really have general pairing advice today since each of these are probably going to be pretty different. But uh, do you want to just do some pairing notes for this one in particular? Well, <laughs> so we have uh, to be simple. Fish, salad, and snack food. <laughs> snack food? <laughs> Typical finger food. I'm guessing they're talking about maybe picnic style. Yeah, this is, again, from the winemaker's website, and we were like, what? What does that mm, even mean? Crackers. Yeah. <laughs> that's what I think of, crackers. Yep, that's um, a funny one. Or nuts. Uh, more know. generally, the wine is bold, so pair it with bold foods. Yes, that that's also another thing that we found. I think, you know, think think curry, think Moroccan or Ethiopian cuisine or something like that, or East Asian, think Korean or Japanese traditional dishes. Mm, kimchi. Gives you quite a range, yeah. Yeah. But bold flavors. All right, well, that was really interesting to try. Let's take a short break, and when we come back, we will try a more old world version of mm, orange wine. I look forward to that. All righty, welcome back. I'm so excited. Yeah, we just poured the glasses, and this one is orange, orange. So really cool looking. Yes. So uh, for our second bottle, we have another 2019 orange wine. This one is by uh, Jas Lassie. I'm probably butchering that pronunciation. Sorry. There's lots of <laughs> accent marks and things, because this wine is Hungarian, and uh, it's called Setting Sun, and it comes in at 12.5% alcohol. Cool. So, do you want to describe the bottle briefly? Sure. So it's a kind of tan label. Uh, the lettering of the name is in these bold letters. There's a mustachio. <laughs> <laughs> and it's because when we looked it up, the guy who makes this wine, which is which is Lassie Jazz or something like that, yep. has a huge, incredibly impressive mustache yeah think like the strong man in the circus mustache like this thing is impressive incredible um so i'm hoping that means that this wine is going to be fantastic yeah so it it has like this orange tracing on it kind of little design which makes sense because it's an orange wine so obviously he wanted to go very traditional and i think the bottle looks very traditional as well it's long skinny it's cool yeah so, uh, like I mentioned, it's from Hungary, and historically, I'm talking like three, four hundred years ago, Hungary was the standard setter for wine quality in Europe. And although it fell out of grace, I guess in the 19, 18, 1900s, it's making a bit of a comeback recently, and it's taking its rare and kind of indigenous wine varietals to market uh, in the global market. So, 
uh, the wine we are tasting today is a blend of those varietals with uh, Ufark, a uh, grape from the volcanic slopes of Somlo in southern Hungary, uh, as the star. So uh, the skin of the grape in this case was left in contact with the wine for a whole four months. And uh, a long time. <laughs> yeah, it was. I mean, you can see just by the color that it's taken on a lot of that uh, mm-hmm. skin. So and seeds. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. The the lignins from <laughs> the seeds. <laughs> lignins. So what we're expecting, I mean, this wine comes from a volcanic region. And so we're definitely expecting smoky flavors, which will be interesting. And then we'll also be looking for light tannins, tropical fruits, spices, and some floral notes as well. Yeah, I think uh, we we were kind of expecting, we couldn't find specific tasting notes on the winemaker's website, but this grape generally is a pretty floral one. Uh, Of course, it's a blend. And so, you know, who knows exactly what this will be, but... I'm pretty excited to be honest. Definitely. This looks so cool. And if it's, if it, our other orange wines are anything to judge by, this is going to be something I like. Mm-hmm. Let me smell it. Let's do it. Thank you. <laughs> oh, you're very welcome. Thank you. <laughs> Woo. See, that one, that one says honey to me. That one says, that one's almost on the, the sherry end of the spectrum. Right, like that is fermenty. It definitely smells similar to the sherry wines that we had in our episode a couple weeks ago. But I do get the smokiness. Oh, it's almost like smoked meats, but it's lighter than meats. So just For smoke. Sure. <laughs> no, I definitely get it as well. That smells excellent. Can I try it already? Because yeah, I let's can... do it. <laughs> so excited. Wow, much lighter than I thought. It's not as bold pow in your face as the first one. Mm-hmm. It's so well balanced, and there's so many different grapes in here. What, four? More than that, I think. There was like seven or something. That's nuts. But it's so light, and it's balanced, and it's whole mouthfeel. Ugh. Yeah, that definitely has the fermented kind of aged quality. If I didn't know this was 2019, I would have thought this was much older, Mm. just based on the, uh, the kind of way that the fruit has been fermented it, it tastes aged yeah, it tastes sort of gravelly yep and I, and that's definitely some of those tannins coming through the smoky is there tropical fruits somewhat uh more on the like let's say peach mango end of things than like pineapple mm. you know pina colada <gasps> end of things remember when i tried making ooh, you know liquid smoke it tastes like that mm-hmm. it's like i smell and taste liquid smoke because it, it it's reminding me of that um, uh, tempeh bacon that I made. Sure. <laughs> yeah. So it has that nuttiness to it, too. Yeah, I I kind of like the fact that this is on the, yeah, like you said, tempeh or jackfruit or something like that mm. end of things, but without the gasoline flavor that yes. comes with it. That's great. I agree. It's replaced with the smoke. Yeah, and uh, we didn't write down food pairings for this one, but uh, similarly bold flavors because this is a it's not quite as acidic and like in your face as the first one, but it's got a bold kind of set of uh, flavors. That smokiness is going to shine through, so you want a, a bold mm. dish to match it. Yeah, I'd have this with kimchi. <laughs> yeah, uh, I think it'll be great. 
I'm I'm really happy with orange wines in general. I think that they've been really great. It's so cool. It's so different. It tastes so much more natural. Yeah, no additives. I mean, that's part of the whole orange wine thing is is you know minimal sulfites if you're somebody who's allergic to sulfites uh you can find often on the packaging of wine that they've they've added included sulfites it's just a thing that a lot of fruits do and orange wines are off like very rarely with added sulfites so if you're allergic this is a great way to go definitely i think i i really like this type of wine it's so different and i think the two that we chose one from california and one from hungary they're so different but they have similar ideas yeah for sure you can taste the way that the fermentation is very similar but the you know the grape varieties and the tastes are different so like yes they they're you know brought together by common cause very cool i think it's a great wine i I want to see this a bit more. Hopefully we do in the next few years. Yeah. Like we said, we should, we should, you know, visit our other local wine retailers and see if they have different ones. Yeah. I would love to do that. So now the big moment, which one do you like better? Mm -hmm. (laughs) I think I like the Hungarian one better. I I do too as well. Hands down. It's just the color. So cool. It's so well blended. It's so easy to drink and it's just pleasant. Yeah, the first one, the acidity smacks you in the face. So yeah, it's, I think, a, it's a lot. I think it just reminds me of a white wine too much, and I think fair enough. I mean, you uh, you don't like white wine? It, no, I like I like white wine. Just it's saying, just not giving me the the orange feel, and sure. I think it might have if if they let the seeds and the skin ferment a little bit more. Yeah. Although, you know, it's still a very good wine. I do like bold flavors. It's just. It's not giving me what I want. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I, I guess I would say if someone had poured a glass of that for me and told me it was an orange wine, I wouldn't have been surprised because of the, that fermentation taste that it has. Yes. But I'm, I like the fact that this one is actually orange colored. Just, yes, it's so cool. It's just so cool. You don't see that every day. So you that's get that really cool. feel. Yeah. <laughs> The only thing that I'm missing from this orange wine versus the one we had at Griffith Tannins was that blood orange note that was so cool in the ones we had oh, there. Oh, it was so good. I, I do wish it kind of had more of a fruity hint like that other one that we had. Yeah. Yeah. That one was, I think, an orange wine made from Acertico grapes. And uh, so it had that kind of Mediterranean saltiness and the fruits uh, still showing through, which was really cool. And I like my salt. Mm. Mm. (laughs) Alrighty, everybody. Well, I'm looking forward to drinking some more wine with you. And I as well. Hopefully you are all doing amazing. Alrighty. Bye now. Bye.